Uh, doing okay. Yeah, busy, uh, busy week. I was uh, this week. I was working a lot outdoors, so I definitely got more roasted than I wanted to, and not in a good way. It's kind of the annoying farmer's tent. I gotta keep an eye on that. I really hate that. Once that kind of gets going, you're kind of done for the year. He came back. He came back from work a few times this week, and he was so red. I'm like, hmm. You worked outside today, right? And you never really know. I mean, well, I, I do kind of know, but it's we're talking like we're going to work in the shade all day. But I think even working in the shade, we were by a lake too, and maybe the reflection of the water. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Even though you're not in directly in the sunlight, it still seems like it, it can still get to you. So, yeah. So, got a little roasty. Uh, and I would ask you, were you wearing a hat? And you were saying... Um, yeah, I was wearing a hat, but then who knows what kind of hat you were wearing? We're wearing those uh, those little propeller hat. Or <laughs> it was like a little yarmulke hat, based, you know, perfect protection <laughs> for my for my face. <laughs> you know, uh, so yeah, I, I felt like my brain and my eyes and everything were fried. everything got fried. <laughs> it was it was weird. Like I even at on Friday again, I was working outside again. It was just kind of it was a short day still, but I was just like in a daze the whole day. I'm like, I've been outside too long. It's surprising. Like I love being outdoors. But, like, I think there's a point where it's, like, too much outdoors. You got to go inside, man. You, you made that point before, and I thought that was interesting. You were saying people in Hawaii, for example, when you went there, some of them were a bit kooky from being outside too long. And then... Well, even when we went, we went to Maui. To cook. And in Maui, too, well, right? It, yeah, I guess it, it... You see... Yeah, there's this there's this look. In, I don't know. In Cook Islands, our, our hosts, they... Yeah, they were they were a bit cookie as well, so maybe it's just too much sun. Not and they weren't they weren't locals either, right? I think they were they like, were Americans. They were Americans, so yeah. I think the locals are like they oh, know, they're they, used to it. They know how to manage it. They're not like it's in their DNA. It's in their DNA. It's, I think it's this these uh, these uh, cookie Americans and Canadians or something who go live on islands. They're just they kind of go nuts. <laughs> yeah. So and I think it. Let's just say it's because of the sun. No, <laughs> nothing else, as far as I know. So yeah, that was kind of a long weird sunny but the great weather's great right it's cool it's sunny uh, so this weather i love in spring or fall it makes me so happy in fall we wear jackets we wear scarves there's this vivifying little breeze but come on lord it's it's the end of june no not the end it's mid-june it's mid-June for crying out loud i want some sun i want some hot i want to wear shorts i want to wear t-shirts we're gonna have that soon <laughs> okay, it's, and then it'll be like it's I just true. I just want some cold. <laughs> I just want a little cold. I want to feel cold. It's yeah. true. I've been keeping an eye on on the temperature in in Rome and Santa Marinella. It's it, pretty it's nice and toasty today. Today and the whole the last week. I, I think last week or a few days ago, I've looked. Yeah, Santa Marinella was like twenty three sunny all all week, and Rome was like thirty three <laughs> sunny all week. Like, yep. We'll be there soon enough. Uh, okay, uh, it it you know what it's true. Always looking future, but gotta enjoy what I have right now. What which I'm is 
cool temperatures. The worst part is though, it's not cold enough where mosquitoes don't come out. Like as we were just talking, I looked at my foot. There was a mosquito biting my foot, Aww. and I and I got rid of it. But it's just this is also a little frustrating, especially like our basement. Like as much as we try and kind of close everything off. Even last night, what, there were like three mosquitoes in the room. Somehow they got in after we like did our evening sweep. Yes. So it's and it's not cold. It's not hot enough, but it's it's not cold enough either. So they're like comfortably active flying around. And they love biting our delicious daughters. They must be so scrumptious. And poor Teresa, she reacts she re- reacts quite a bit to mosquito bites. And I Googled it. Apparently they'll get used to it. But <laughs> one night she even woke up crying and... This is weird. Teresa never wakes up crying, so Joe went and saw what was wrong, and she was like, she was saying, "Fly, fly, fly," and I was like, "What?" I, mean, <laughs> I was confused, and I just happened to glance like in the corner of the room, and I saw a speck. I'm like, "That better not be a freaking mosquito," and I go, "I I swat off a swatter, and there was some blood." I'm like, "Yeah, okay." Oh, she was saying a mosquito she got stung by bit her. Yes. She saw it or something or felt she it. Felt it, and uh, yeah. So this is. So now we're kind of we have to kind of kill them all and get rid of them. Yeah, that's right. But honestly, it's a pretty sweet deal we have here. Yeah, I mean, these even are... even mosquitoes included. It's we have a rhythm, and girls are getting a bit more stable. Yes and no. Well, I think Teresa's really good now. The first remember the first two weeks she was just all over the place, kind of crying, going to bed. Yes, she's 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 got it. She's down. adjusted. Monica is just lately. She's just been going crazy. She's just—I don't know how to describe. She's just, she's just crazy, like tw- twisting around and like turning and doing spin. Yeah, do yeah, like little, little break spins and breakdance. She's 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 pretty funny. It's it's hilarious because a few weeks ago, an old lady at church looked at our daughters and she said, "Oh, this one," pointing at Teresa. She's the she's the sensitive one. She's the gentle, the gentle soul. And this one, Monica, she's, oh, she's going to carve her own path. Oh, yeah, she's spunky. And I, I, then I thought that was hilarious because Teresa's always been the hard one and Monica was always the, the nice one. But she may have been onto something because Teresa is very independent. She's very stable. You'd never have problems with her aside from her whining or, yeah. or you know, regular kid problem. But she's generally pretty low maintenance. And Monica, she... <laughs> She's screaming. She's spinning. She's especially yeah. The night she's still doing her screaming at night. Like she's still waking a, up at night. So different from Teresa. That's right. So who knows? Who knows how it will end up? And once their personality fully develop, but it's it's interesting. Interesting little insight. We we never fully know, right? And uh, yeah, Monica started walking this week. Yeah, crack, just before. Well, I guess what today is today. Uh, she, today she's eleven months. So just so we, she cracked the ten month mark. We say yes. You know? She started walking at ten months. And Teresa was nine months. Was Teresa going to ten? She was going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was maybe uh, a week before okay. turning ten, but she was still nine. Okay. So she walked to nine months, and then Monica walked at ten months. Of course, she's not fully stable yet, but she's, every day she gets better and better. She goes farther and farther. She's going across like our basement for the most part. Like she, every now and then she'll just do a burst across the whole thing. She's like, so funny. Oh, that's awesome. She doesn't like to do it on command. When we ask her to do it, she's going to fall and tumble. But she, I look at her, she plays on her own and then she'll just decide to let go and start walking and she gets all excited. And she, that's when she's the most stable when she does it on her own. See that again, carving her own path. 
I forgot how it was with Teresa. I mean, there's, I guess as parents, there's always this excitement like, oh, they're walking. But then they're walking and they're doing annoying things as they're walking. <laughs> now they can reach other things. They can reach heights now. Mm-hmm. What was, I can't remember what Teresa, was Teresa, what was she doing when she was walking? I guess our, our house in Delhi was pretty baby, like proof. That is one of. thing that we did. We fully got rid of everything that she could reach. And I think that was a mistake. Uh, because yeah. it made our life very easy when we were at home. But whenever we go to your parents' house, whenever we would go somewhere else, she would be the worst. She would touch everything. And of course, that makes sense because it's a, it's a whole new world. It's exciting. And she was allowed to touch anything in Delhi that she could reach. So she assumed that that was the case everywhere. And that was not good. So this time around, we're getting rid of the dangerous stuff. But I'm, I'll try and teach Monica that some stuff she can't. She just can't touch. And we'll see how that goes. It's funny how, like, each kid, like, the first, I don't know, people with more kids can probably understand it way better. But Teresa was kind of kind of the test test drive baby. You know, we kind of see what works with her, what doesn't. And now Monica, we can improve on, right? So, yeah, with yes. Teresa, we kind of, we learned some mistakes. Although we did some good things, like with the street uh, sleep training. But, yeah, it doesn't work on Monica, so we yeah. have to kind of, you know, look to something else to do with that, but... Every kid is different, and I really see it with with Teresa and Monica. And talking to some parents, they're saying the same thing. Both kids are so different, different ways of handling things. Some things are universal, but, yeah, sleep training. I We decided that since we're a bit in a of a transition right now, we wouldn't, we wouldn't tackle it just now. I'm surviving. I'm waking up once... Um, because she nurses at 10.30, so I nurse her right before going to bed. And then I only have to wake up once more and then and then the morning. And I've been surviving. It's interesting how just not having kind of this constant sleep as we might have had back in the day, you know, uninterrupted, arguably still waking up tired. Now with kids, it's it's you're, you're managing even with these constant interruptions. It's amazing how resilient parenthood kind of makes you eh? yeah and especially I imagine me especially you man when we were i think when when we were dating maybe in, even engaged I, I always remembered you texting you or something you'd be up like past nine like nine or oh even sometimes on saturdays even, i'd go for like 10 30 I, I was thinking who does that like i'd always <laughs> i i was never a sleeping person i was up usually <sighs> pretty early yeah I'm, you're crazy like that i don't i like being up i well, i get all my energy in the morning that's kind of like the most productive time for me but yeah you were like man but now look at you you're up basically but it's amazing how you don't you don't even complain like i, I remember kind of early on with Teresa, like yeah it was tough and arguably it was tough it was adjusting yeah but now you're like what whatever i'm up at six every morning i still nap i have to nap in the afternoon yeah um i gave up Teresa's nap for a while and she was doing okay but i realized i needed to nap so we started napping again so let's 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 talk about sort of Rome stuff. I think one thing I want to make sure with this, with what we talk about here is as we're kind of going through the growing pains of figuring things out, we share and let people know sort of what's up with us in terms of Rome. So and the one small update is that we've we've paid for our health insurance. Yeah. So we had to basically get, Viva's been kind of owning that, which is awesome. So maybe like, you know, what's the deal with private health insurance? Why yeah. do we need it? What's, what's, what, if people are listening, they want to move to Rome, why do they need private health insurance? Because, well, it might be different for non-EU citizens. That is true. So step one, that might be different. Yeah. So look it up. But for us, our situation is that you are an EU citizen. Yeah. 
and I'm under you. So I have the same benefits as you are, as you have. And, um, in order to apply for residency, which we need to do in order to be legal past our 90 days. Correct. Um, of entry, we need to apply for residency. And for that, we need to have private insurance for one year. And then after you can apply for the, uh, the, 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 the Italian, national, the national, and you, uh, you pay for it, but which is way, way, way it's, less. It's way less, right. But I had to find health insurance and that was complicated because I didn't really know how to handle that. It, we need to understand the policy. So it needs to be in English somehow, but then it needs to be in Italian so we can show the authorities. Yeah. So that was complicated. And I just, I am part of a Facebook group for expats and, they kept on referring to that a particular Italian uh, insurance agent yeah. who speaks English and caters to expats. So I reached out to her and she gave us a policy. She said it was the best price and it was... It was good compared... To, I mean, it was pricey. Don't expect it to be cheap for the first years. I mean, that's something you have to budget in. But I compared to other like random quotes from other providers. Yeah, this person was like 50% less than whatever anyone else right. was offering. Still high, yes, but significantly less. So, that's right. make I think that's a really good pro tip. I mean, yeah, if you're going to be doing some, join a group. Like, there's, there's like there's a, so many. So, yeah. expats living in Rome is is uh is one, but I find that Ultimate Italy is oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that one is pretty legit because it's run by a an expat coach. That's what he does for life. He helps yeah, expats get settled and he's pretty knowledgeable and he's very very helpful and he's the one who referred me to the uh, this insured agent so yeah. join groups find communities find help and that has been that has been really helpful now listen to the mellow. maybe it come from me and I can sing like Marinelli I think it's plain to see on Friday, I went to visit my friend who lives in London, and it was a little bit of a drive, two hours. And uh, I took a new way I've never taken before, and I went through the city of Guelph, Ontario. Never been there before. And just out of nowhere, I see this giant, giant cathedral-looking church. It reminded me of Notre Dame. It had those two towers and the spire in, yeah. the, in the middle. And I was flabbergasted. Like, what is this doing in the middle of a... Not even that big of a city in Ontario. Sort of in the middle of nowhere. Kind of. And you're not used to see big churches like that in Ontario. In Quebec, it's more... Well, that's, that, that style is more frequent, yeah. I would say the more, the more common style in Ontario is sort of the community center kind of look. You really don't know if it's a church. Yeah. You might get lucky. If you see a cross somewhere tucked away at the top, looks like a weather vane. <laughs> but yeah, this is like, yeah, I'm a church. Yeah, you know, come look at me. That's right. So yeah, that was that was a nice change. So we we went to mass this morning to this church because we don't really have a established parish here just yet. We were going to the Polish church in Brampton, but we decided to visit this church and mass was okay. Mass was good. Mass is always good, and the interior was did it's 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 new gothic. It was definitely so. It's not. It's not as grand as Notre Dame. Yeah. You know those old Gothic styles. It's, like, it's it's new Gothic. That's what it's called. So it, a little different, a little more simpler on the inside. Simpler, yes. But still, I thought it was still Very beautiful nice. compared to 
most of what you see. But that's right. Very pretty stained glass windows. But I guess it's all comparative. Yeah, once you're kind of once you compare it to other stuff you see, and well, even though what's that one in Quebec Saint Anne? Saint de Beaupré, the yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that one. Oh, I, I mean, it's giant. <laughs> I was just like, I was just looking up the whole time and just. It was amazing. Like it really, yes. it really inspires you to kind of to think of sort of the grandeur of God and all that stuff. Absolutely. This was fine. I but I I enjoyed seeing the pictures of the saints. The stained glass was very pretty. Yes. So I'm, you know, it's a step up. And the exterior was astonishingly beautiful. I'll, yeah, I'll post well, a picture on the Facebook page. Well maintained. Yeah. Oh yeah, very very nice. So that was what we did this morning. And then uh, today the girls were really grumpy, especially Monica. I don't know what, what was up. She's teething with Monica. It's always everything. There's always anything. drama. Yeah. So she's, she's teething. She was, she was grumpy. She was whining the whole day. And after dinner, we decided to calm chill. down, chill, let the girls play. And then you were. I played a little, yeah, little video game of mine, Father's Day Rest. That's and you right. were, you were getting your Kobo set up and you were. Preoccupied yeah, with that a little bit. Reader, I was trying to sync it and connect it to Wi-Fi. I was getting flustered with that. And then Teresa kept on complaining. She wanted the tablet and she was crying. And and Monica was just glued to me. Like she, she wanted my attention. <laughs> That's all she wanted. That's all she wanted. And we were both saying like, just stop. We were getting so flustered. And then you're like, no more tablet for you, Teresa, ever. And, and, I, and I was saying like, stop saying that. But eventually I'm like, okay. Let's shut down everything. I put my Kobo, my phone away. You turned off your video game. And for a whole 30 minutes, we just played with the girls. And they were so content. And we were at peace because no one was crying. No one was bothering us while we were trying to do something else. We were just playing, spending quality time together. And it felt so good. And that sparked a bit of a conversation between us. Yeah. Yeah, it's... um. It's food for thought for sure. I mean, I uh, I imagine a lot of parents can relate to that. I I think we all sort of make the promise. Okay, we'll never give the kids anything. You know, no TV, no tablet. We've been really good with Teresa. I think you've done a great job. I think more or less throughout the week, nothing really is given. But it's surprising how just even giving her the tablet, you know, thirty minutes or an hour a week, it already kind of created that unhealthy habit in yes. some way. So it's it is weird for some reason. I'm actually pretty amazed. Not amazed, I guess, in some ways. But it, She is so attached to it. And she doesn't even use it that much. But it's for no. some reason, she's claimed it in her mind like, this is hers. And she'll talk to me like, this is mine. I'm like, no, it's mine. And for the most part, she's pretty good. She gets it like, this is mine. This, But no, the tablet is this thing of hers. That, and yeah, and I, am, I am a bit, I don't know. Yeah, I'm a bit like that when, and that was a good kind of wake-up call in a sense. Be, you know, maybe... You know, we were trying to kind of relax a little bit. The day was kind of long. You did your thing. I did my thing. And yeah, the girls are going nuts. And, you know, we kind of fall into this, to this trap routine, maybe that we're not aware of. So yeah. it was a, it was a good wake up call. And I think that's when we kind of talked about, okay, well, yeah, this worked out great. I mean, yeah, the girls were really happy. It seemed like the right thing to do, just shut things off. And I guess that's where we kind of began to talk about, okay, well, why do we have any of these things then? And this is that's classic. That's classic is, Joe and me conversation. And this is and and in our usual way of like dealing or, with things. <laughs> so for me, it was again. I I would say for the most part, I've been slowly like throughout. I like when I was younger and maybe in high school, I played quite a bit of video games. Like that was my way of sh you know calming down, 
that was my thing. I never watched TV really. Didn't care for that. Video games, I thought it was it was good, relaxed. That was my thing, you know. But I found over the years that's been slowly weaning. I've been basically wanting to just stop completely. Oh it's- my goodness! Even within our marriage, from from Houston time at the beginning to now, you never play anymore. And I think, and you're good like that. You're very good with self control and self mastery. You do have that that talent, which I admire because I don't have that. But oh. it every now and then still creeps up, so it's you know. But it's just at these moments, it really kind of, for me, it's it's what's well, like it's so much better when it's not there. We should just not have these things whatsoever. So I kind of I kind of go down this route of, well, let's just get rid of it. I don't need this junk. I'm fine with it. We don't need to watch TV ever again, and we'll spend time with the kids. So that's <laughs> where that's where I disagree <laughs> because I agree with spending more time with the kids. 100%. I'm the one who suggested it, right? Yeah. I and, and it's my love language, quality time. So I yep. fully understand that. I fully embrace it. Let's do it. But I am not ready to fully get rid of TV slash PS4 because I use the PS4 to watch movies well, we with wa- you. Well, we watch, yeah. We watch DVDs. And, yeah. and, and that's the way I relax by watching TV. Now, I'm, I've picked up reading. That's why I was trying to set up my, my Kobo. I love reading classics and they're all free on online. So I, I've been trying to pick that up a little bit more and watch less TV, which I've been doing really good, actually. Some days I just don't watch TV at all, at all which is very impressive for me. But I, I, I'm just not ready to give it all give it all up. And also just the tablet for Teresa. I I don't want I don't want her to get attached to it and to get used to it. But then if Monica's sleeping and I want to do some translation, that's just the best way to make sure that she's gonna stay put and not distract me. Yeah. Of course it's not ideal, but Yeah. We're so trying I mean, to make a bit of money right now. So yeah, I don't know. It's just It's a special case, at least that. But I mean it really begs the question the day to day question about all these all these things that we do and I I, I, for one myself, I'm getting more and more flustered with, you see it with, especially with kids when they watch TV, but even ourselves, what did you, you mentioned something to me? What was that? When you watch TV, you, yeah. you use more brain activity when you're sleeping versus watching TV? Yeah. You, your brain works more when you're sleeping than when you're watching TV because it's just feeding it to you completely when you're sleeping. At least your brain is active and dreaming and, and I really, that. I really think it's, it's one of the, one of the biggest curses in our time. It's, it's you, there's always this. There's always this. We always kind of revert back to this theoretical argument. I mean, I, this is this is your maybe your stance in a sense where, okay, fine, yeah, these things aren't in an extreme case. These things can be very detrimental. Not not only in kind of within the the family life, temper, but most most importantly in the spiritual life. But you know, the I think where your approach is, well, okay, hold on, let's not get rid of it. Let's just let's just control Gradually. it. Gradually. Oh, let's you know, let's okay, we'll say, yeah, uh, you know. Uh. I guess I'm a bit of a. I guess I don't trust myself that much in a sense. For me, it's for me, it's like the idea of that thing still being there. It's it's like I guess the analogy I kind of gave. It's not a great analogy, but it's like an alcoholic. I, I guess where I would come if I was an alcoholic and I wanted to get off alcohol. I would just go cold turkey. Like I don't, I wouldn't trust myself to say, you know what, I'll have I'll have whiskey after nine, and that's it. But you that's know? you're talking about a, a legit addic- addiction, which is a, a mental illness in a sense. Well, fine, okay, that's that might so be. So it's not the best analogy ever. It's not the best analogy ever, but any any little thing I I would think like if you're trying to lose weight, you know, I would say at least my strategy would be 
don't eat the chips. Don't, I, I don't like the approach. Well, I'll just have two chips. I would, I, I would say. That's what I would do. I'll, I'll have, the, I'll have two chips and then next week I'll have one no, chip. But the thing is. And could, then next week I'll have a chip every other day. And that's. But could you actually do that? That's the thing. In theory, it's, oh yeah, it sounds great. It sounds like a gradual detox, slow and steady progress by week three. I will never, it never happens like that. Don't you remember how I lost weight in Houston? I was through lots and lots you of You allowed walking. me to still munch between meals, but healthy stuff. So I was eating yogurt. I was eating nuts. I was eating yes. seeds. We were walking a lot, but then we would still go to the restaurant. So yeah. I was still eating very delicious foods, but it was controlled. It was, you, you didn't just cut no, me off. No, it's true. I, I think in that case. That's what works for me. I think in that case too, it's also different. Like our circumstances are different now too with kids. I I feel like that's just taking, we're taking more of a beating probably than we would normally. So I think I've kind of softened up for sure, at least for you and for myself too, yes, because yeah, I sure. think we're both, especially, yeah, if you're tired and you're like, I don't want to, like, I, I need help. And okay. For me, it's like, well, let's not waste time making food. Let's just get a, a burger or something. We don't do that anymore. We don't have money. But no. maybe early on when we were living with when, with Teresa in the beginning, it was like that. But pizza and. <laughs> but now it's now that dogs. now that the girls have gotten older, it's one of our big things is kind of regaining sort of that stable routine as much yes. as we can. We know routine will never be the same when you have kids, but. Slowly weaning off these things again, right? Slowly weaning off. You said it. Slowly weaning slowly off. Slowly weaning off in a very quick way. <laughs> slowly or quick? Make up your mind. Both. <laughs> very slowly but quickly. I think one but, point know. that we agree on is that when the girls are up, it's very important to carve up intentional time with them. It is. And and yeah, and if there are actual obstacles, and this was a good wake-up call in a sense. So for me, it's okay. Even if I play only a little bit a week or something it, it in those moments when it matters to kind of spend time with them you need to be able to kind of, to just stop it right yes so i think that that's a bit of a wake-up call because i i personally don't like the idea of okay i'm kind of in a, a daze here i didn't i missed that in a sense yeah i was thinking oh it's father's day i just i just want 20 minutes just to beat this thing but yeah, it's that's I I don't like I'm getting older. I don't want that to that's kind of like a childish excuse. So uh, that's right. And I was ignoring Monica's cry for my attention, which is which is bad because it, those those years are so precious. Yeah, and they really need our attention, and especially once they go to school, that's something that we really have to make sure we're going to have in but line this- because when they go to school, our time together will be so limited. So we have to make sure that we really make the most of the time we have with them. But this is where you, we need to make these strides in getting rid of all these other... Yeah, we're, we're asking a lot for ourselves. I, I demanded a lot for myself. I also demand a lot from Viva too, in a sense. And that's where we kind of battle back and forth. And, you know, you set reasonable Gently expect- battle. Yeah, it's always, <laughs> well, is that a big stream? And I kind of think about, okay, it is a little bit. And we kind of find a, a steady point. But I think it's that steady point should slowly move towards eventually this shouldn't really be here. At the same time, too, I don't want us to be kind of, at least for the girls' sake, like, uh, you know, not having TV. I mean, I grew up, I watched cartoons. I, I'm not looking for, like, a life for them that where they can't watch anything. Mm-hmm. But at least for us, in a sense, like, I would like the idea of uh, them maturing into us, you know, you know, yes. they, they kind of in their own way see that, oh, my parents don't do that as much anymore. And, you know, maybe when I grow up, I'll also not do that as much anymore. But right. kids will be kids. I mean, it's yes, I don't want to. But then what what do we want them to be hooked on? You know, the tablet and TV or 
reading books with us and playing with us. Hopefully, hopefully. Climbing that. on you. Teresa was having such a such a good time I, climbing on your butt. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Yeah, I was just lying down. She was jumping on my back. It was somewhat <laughs> relaxing, a little massage, <laughs> little little feet. And she had so much fun and that made me happy. So I, I think it's I think it's the idea well, anyways, we're, we're talking about a, a, a like a few spectrum of things here, but it's for us, it's sort of a wake up call to make sure that we're getting older, we're adults, we need to be slowly be able to kind of getting away from the stuff that keeps us attached and not focus on the things that matter. Because you're right, right. when they get to school and all these other things, we got to be there for them. And I also, you know, we don't want to come home if you're working, you know, in Italy and I come back from from studies and we just default to Netflix or something or I play my quick game but again. I don't want that. Yeah, I think this is this is a this is a kind of the tough call of parenting. It's it's pure self sacrifice. It's we're not yes. we're not here to well, again we are here to relax and sense, but we also have to remember like these two little girls depend on us and right and and then eventually go to bed and that's our time. And that's our time. Yeah. So you know it's another day, another learning. It's interesting, but always pay attention to these things and these. I think these are from God in a sense to really kind of hey focus. You're growing up. Enough of this. Spend more time with them, teach and, them that it can be done, and right. it's. But it, but again, pushing ourselves because we're 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 not we can't we can't always be children forever ourselves. It's time to. I know, but I, I still feel like a kid sometimes. It's the worst. It's the worst when you 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 still don't feel up for, up to it, but you just have to. You just have to. That's 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 our call, guys. A quick word: if you. If you took a look at our Patreon page and you have some comments, you know, oh, I would donate if there was a lower tier or just anything. Let us know. We're open to tweaking things up. Um, I've been posting stuff. It's it's all there for, for certain patrons. So go check it out. Patreon.com forward slash Rome is home. And you can always check out our Facebook page and like, pray for us. Like, comment, subscribe. Do anything, reach out and uh, pray for us. We'll pray for you, for all our listeners. And, you know, we're, we're still a few months away from Rome, but that will quickly come and we need all the, the help we can get. So that's right. All right. God bless. God bless everyone. Take care. Yeah.